geekversus.com. Hey, this is all different again, huh? So yeah, giveaway time. Summer is cruising along, and before we know it, it's going to be over. Some of us are okay with this. Why? Football season, yo. And to get you ready for that, we're giving away a copy of your favorite football game, Madden 18 or FIFA 18, to one lucky listener. Entering is easy. Just email the show, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Include your favorite football club, whether it's the Denver Broncos, Ohio State Buckeyes, Manchester United for you folks across the pond, show team spirit. Once you do that, you're entered. It's that easy. The winner will be announced on Wednesday, August 16th, 2017. Thank you for listening, supporting us. You rock. Good luck and game on. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, people? It's good to, uh, wait. What, what was wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's good to be here. It's and, your boy. And, and, it's your boy. <laughs> and John. Hey, John. You we- all, everybody. <laughs> wow. Maybe you should turn me down. No, you're good, man. Coming in like Casey from the Sunshine Band. No? More like the BG's guy. I don't know. I don't know. You came in hot. I liked it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, here we go. Falling off the rails. Well. No much higher. Wow. I was BG in it. This is you fantastic. Were. You were. Just stay alive, you really John. Went, you really Just went stay for alive. Gib. Full Barry Where'd Gibb. I, yeah. I said Benny. What did I say his name Old was? Old Benny Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> Long lost cousin. You're like, yeah, Benny Hill, Barry Gibbs. It's all the same thing. Did everyone have a good week? I did. Yeah. Um, you know, our weeks are kind of, we record on Mondays. That's kind of like our, our, for me, that's like a reset point. And then, and then boom, we go through the work week and boom, it's the weekend. Then we're, before we know it, we're recording again. Yeah, a lot of stuff happens. (laughs) It's exactly how weeks work, right? A lot of stuff happens. A lot of stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff in the world this week. It was. Yeah, there's a crazy time out there, and yeah, yeah. uh, Uh, I celebrated five years of marriage. Did that happen this past week? Five years. Yes, five years since you ruined my marital bliss. That's five years since I abandoned. Chris to his own. There was a time where my rent filth. was so so cheap. Chris, uh, we did sign a contract, but I found love. Screw you. No, I uh, I honored my contract. <laughs> he did, but I, I remember for the, for the bit, John. Thanks. I knew it was coming. I, I was like, I knew at some point, like, because you know, it's just life, and well, you know what's going to happen. And like, I remember talking to John like about a year and a half before, and I was like, look, I don't know when, but you're going to be moving out, and you're getting a place with her, and you're going to get married. And he was like, no, 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 no. I was like, John, John, it's okay. Just go. If you love something, set it free. Well, the classic antidote to five years of marriage mm-hmm. is um, about a year and a half into our marriage, I said, honey, why don't we get a king-size bed? <laughs> she looked into my eyes yeah. and said, no. Because I'd miss you. 
Oh, he's telling this story. This is <laughs> now that woman, five years of marriage, wants a king size bed. Mm-hmm. She doesn't miss you anymore. And the honeymoon is over. <laughs> it's all down. I got to be honest. You, um, I'm very proud that it lasted five full years of full honeymoon bliss. Well, you guys know I'm 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 pretty devoted and head over heels, head over heels for my wife. Like yeah. to your wife, spirit just follows you around. <clears throat> yes, something something to that effect. But they're from happy Australia. belated. She now listens to the show. Oh, Ooh, happy indeed. belated. We should probably stop saying bad things about her. Huh? Yeah. No, no, amp it up. Um. Uh, yeah, she's back in the uh, in the Diablo. Right? She is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Chris assisted uh, her getting to level 70, seventy with the barbarian. She was really just not not digging. Yeah, the, the barbarian's barbarian a gameplay. tough role in Diablo. It's, yeah. it's not now, that's what Jess the weapon. Is, of course, he loves it. I go. I go upstairs. <laughs> he texts me and goes, "You're welcome." Yeah. I find out what that was. That was for. Yeah. I am. I am very grateful for. Yeah, because she she um directly slash indirectly almost um. With the show today, she was having an impact on the topic. Indeed. In a weird yeah. way. Indeed. Yeah. It's because of that Diablo. But she ends up, I go upstairs, she's got a weapon called. Uh, Whip. Uh, handcuffs. Something. Uh, hard. <laughs> the. Uh, Hold on. I've got it here in your text. Something of hate. Yeah, it's the. <laughs> Dragon Bane of hate. No, 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 no. It's not that good. It's uh, it's oh, a shard of hate. The shard, the shard of, hate? of hate. Yeah. And basically she's like this level, I don't know, level 10 character and just <laughs> running, just down. wrecking her way through this world. It does like two things. It, it jacks up yeah, it the damage and it also jacks up like how fast they move. The deeps. The deep. So shard of hate. That's like the name of a hammer. <laughs> <It's a> li- <laughs> exactly. And it, yeah. You just see this hammer going. Da, 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 a shard da, da. of hate this week. I had a shard of hate. <laughs> but yes. But you um Chris, you 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 kinda you you you're playing uh before one. before we get to that. Okay, that's cause that's kinda cool. There was one important thing I did this week too. What's that? Uh I watched the first two episodes of the new DuckTales. Oh dude, is that good? It is really good. Uh David Tennant uh from Doctor that's, Who that, fame. Play, that's why he's watching. He's that, playing Scrooge McDuck and he's from Scotland. I can see and he that. he turns up sense. his Scottish accent like to level ten and like it's got Bobby Moynihan doing uh one of the voices of the of the nephews and I think Danny Pundy from uh community for those who like that yeah, show. It's a good vocal cast for sure. Yeah. Uh but if they don't know, the world needs to know that you're a David Tennant fan. Oh I'm a huge David Tennant <laughs> well, fan. Well it's uh, it's funny the um the original voice of Scrooge McDuck, I think he's still alive. He might have recently passed, but he's in his 90s. Ooh. And he actually did the voice for the re- the remaster of DuckTales, the video okay. game. So, fun fact alert. Fun fact so alert. So all the, all the cast members came back <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for, that, that. for that particular game. But I can see why they did not want to go with him because... Yeah. You know, I think the when you only... get to that age, and you could tell when he was doing the voice in the new remaster that it was that is not the same voice of yeah he's aged back when he was seventy as opposed to ninety you know yeah um it's it, I think like the only big name person from Disney or whatever is whoever their current person that's doing Donald came in and did Donald for this because of course he's still there but I mean like it, it's perfect it feels like Ducktales it, it feels a little, but it still feels fresh for today. Like the kids are a little bit more hip and cool, of course. Like Wembley uh is instead of kind of being this little girl that's like, eh, 
uh, because she's uh, missed. I like how he's name dropping because yeah. he's, he's fresh on the show. Well, like <laughs> instead of her being like you know kind of just like a shy young little girl, instead she's um, you know she's the daughter of uh, Mrs. Uh, Beakley. Yes, and Miss Beakley in this me. what a noob he's killing me. Miss <laughs> Beakley is kind of in this one billed as being kind of ba. Like complete Burp. BA. So of course she's kind of BA too. And she's just like way, way overpowered for a kid, but it's funny. It works because she's still a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have volumes one, two and three on DVD for DuckTales, but mm-hmm. they cut it off because I mean, they, they, they didn't release the final volume. The one mm-hmm. that had Gizmo duck and Bubba. Oh God. Those are like the, those are like my favorite ones, but for some reason they stopped maybe with the release of this one. They'll re-release the old stuff, maybe on Blu-ray and remaster it. Cause, I know they have said. I mean, that, that is like, I mean, our childhood was amazing. Yeah, we, I mean, some of the best cartoons. Disney cartoons back then. No they kidding. Were. Chip and Dale, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. Ooh. Yeah, that. And then yeah, as you said, like just anywhere. Like if you go to Fox Morning, that was always great. Um, Nickelodeon with Nicktoons. I mean, you see I never those was a big. Are, yeah, I never was a Nicktoons was big, but I was always more like of the Disney stuff. You were also, to be fair, like when those shows were popping up, you were a little older. You were already twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> so I used like to that act. was me and my you know generation. I yeah. used to, dude, you're two years younger than me. What are you talking about? Fourteen years younger. Than me. <laughs> I used to act up in school deliberately to be sent home so I could watch Thundercats. Oh, Ooh. Thundercats. Oh. I barely remember Thundercats. Exactly. See, that's where you see the difference. New. I remember it, but it didn't define me. Uh, Doug defined Masters me. of the Universe <laughs> is on Netflix now. Yes. So me and my kid have been watching some of it, uh-huh. uh, and he's just like really into it. And I'm like, really? It's, it's really this awesome. is awful. <laughs> no. But as a kid, you have no idea that they're recycling <laughs> scenes, yeah, and just cutting and pasting for you know cost effectiveness. If He Man's running, he's doing. It, they they just put the same scene of him running. It's like you the know, it's just, the guard running at the uh, the two guard or Lancelot running at the two guards and <laughs> yeah, pretty in much Holy Grail. Pretty I, much. Uh, I do want to welcome you though. We're talking about things we watched this weekend and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> oh yes, he finally popped his uh, GOT uh, thingy. Cherry. Yes, um, that's Game of Thrones for those unfamiliar out there. My sister, shout out to Katie. Um, what up, Katie? This this story might make people uncomfortable. I'm uh-huh. going to go ahead and tell it. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> she introduced me to the show. She said, hey, you know, you're not doing much today. You just want to watch a couple of episodes of Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. So we watched. I've seen the first and second episode. Of season one. Of season one. Yeah. Okay. So. You have Prime, it was, don't you? Yes, and Hulu. I think. I think you The think, first season, is, I know, is on Prime. The first season is? Of Game for of Thrones? Free? I believe so. For free. Yes. Nice. Oh yeah. So there you go. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so it was my, it was my sister's birthday, so we went out to lunch that day, um, after we'd seen a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. um, and so we finished up dinner. We're like, so what do you guys want to do? You know, we can stay in town, do something. I said, actually, you know, well, I should preface before that. I said to Katie, this is really graphic stuff as far as the sexuality and things like that. So I made this really disturbing joke. She, my mom was like, do you guys want to stay in town and do something? I'm like, no, I'd rather go home and watch porn with my sister. <laughs> yeah, because it's early, early Game of Thrones stuff. We're going to get letters the now. First, the first, oh. whew, that first it's season. It's just really. But it was, it was fine, John. It's good. <laughs> Let's it's a, put it, there's a lot of world. So it's okay. 
It's they good. definitely want you to know what kind of world this is. I'm telling you, man. And and you'll see everything they do, it, it builds on how characters evolve to what they end up becoming. It's great. Now, again, I welcome you to the Game of Thrones world. So there's no spoilers or anything, but when... When you see, Everybody dies. When you see something <laughs> that happens at the end of the first episode in that tower between, yes, yeah, yeah. I love, say, some siblings. Anybody who's watched Game of Thrones knows exactly I look what at Joffrey about. and go, well, that makes sense. <laughs> a lot of people have looked at that and made sense. Yeah. Maybe that's not the case, but I'm like, that would we'll make see. a lot of sense. Because you're only on episode two. Yeah, got a long yeah, way to go. I, no, more so, to my go. favorite part of that scene is more so, uh, what does he say? He says, the things we do for love. <laughs> uh, in other news, though, I expanded my horizons this you week. You did. I really did. I, uh, I, I knew that the, the, what is called the International, which is the big Dota championship that's like $24 million pot. And yeah, this started last week when we came home, uh, we came by to pick you up for lunch. You had it streaming the championship. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It started on Monday of this past week and went through, ended on Saturday. And I watched pretty much the whole thing. Uh, for the most part and started, you know, to get more familiar with it. Uh, played some Dota to get an idea of everything. Really fun game. I can see what the allure is. I suck at it. Allure. But, uh, I see the allure. I think, they, I think that's like a lot of people, but <laughs> it was pretty cool. And, uh, one of the cool things that they did, uh, for the tournament is, uh, they had two, uh, Valve had two streams going on. They had the regular one and they had a newbie stream where basically it's the same thing. As the regular one, but, but there's newbie. like, but there's like, <laughs> kind of like how pop up video is. Like these little things just ah. come up to tell you all these facts that you need to know. Like, hey, when they select a character, this is what that kind of character is, or or why they did it. Yeah, like what their I big attack is. Um, Rest in peace, pop. I mean, video. by the end of the, by the end of the week, I had a good grasp of everything that was going on. That's because you're like, an okay. enlightened, smart individual, Chris. Let's be honest. Mm. Smart. I'm being yes. I'm just being nice. So I move on. Thank He's you. a smart guy, but uh, <laughs> enlightened. I. <laughs> It was, uh, it was cool though. We watched, uh, the Chinese came out and they were dominating everything and knocking all the favorite, like, Western teams, evil geniuses was, like, really popular. They got swept right out of there. And I watched the very first match featured this team called, uh, Team Liquid. They're from Europe. Very <laughs> first match. Liquid. That's what I call my first match. Visits. They got, <laughs> very first match of the upper bracket. They got beaten and knocked down to the lower bracket. They went on to win every lower bracket match. And like, I mean, there were times where they were near elimination in those matches. They pulled out, came back and beat the only team that had not lost in the whole entire tournament by sweeping them in the finals. That's, that's really cool. And, there was a Call of Duty tournament too, where a team yeah, did that, yeah, that's their championship. Where they, they lost, go to the losers bracket and dominate to come back to the end. I don't know if they ended up winning or not, but mm. I love like watching esports stuff is great. Yeah, yeah. If you get the right sport, yeah. Like, if you watch a game that you don't care about watching, mm-hmm. and like it's pretty I, dope. And dude, I, it made you go get play and play Dota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> watching these things, man. Yeah, like, Valve had it like where uh, when they were doing the drafts, like you have to select heroes before the start of the match. They had like. AR projection showing the character on the floor, just like as they're standing and facing each other. They have like soundproof booths for each team so that the commentators can broadcast um, as the match is going on to the crowd so that they can hear it too. Because that they say that's one of the best parts. That's really and dope. you just like hear these huge cheers and all that, and you're like, "What is this? This doesn't fit nerd culture." <laughs> but it was cool. It's interesting. Y'all should check it out sometime. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Maybe we'll see you playing one day. 
No, that's not. Can uh, you no. imagine? Those kids are like 21. In <laughs> 10, age, doesn't, age doesn't matter, buddy. Yes, it in does. 10, 20 years, you're going to start seeing movies. About to, a championship of Dota. To the essence of Rocky and Karate Kid. About these esports. Click, click, click. How one man rose above it all. His mother would not buy him a PC. <laughs> that did not stop him. I'll build my own. I'll build my own. <laughs> Some sort of training music comes in as he's putting it together piece by piece. Coming this fall. The player. He's been a contender. Wait, is Stallone's voiceover going to be in the movie? Happy birthday, Polly. They're doing a new Rocky movie, and it's um, Why? John. It's, 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 it's going to take place with virtual gaming. He's going to be <laughs> in the virtual world um, fighting all his previous opponents, um, tackling his demons. Hey, and they are making a Creed too, though. Eh, fun fun fact: Disney did release a. Uh, a timeline of their anticipated movie releases. And Indiana Jones 5 will come out around the time um, Harrison Ford is 80. <laughs> I giggled when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, you go get him, Indy. 80. Jeez. Like he's going to end up being the artifact they find. <laughs> <laughs> you chose poorly. <laughs> Fun times. Are we ready to do this? Yeah, man. All right. I needed to get all the fun out. Right. That's where the somber nation takes 17 over. 17 minutes of fun. Now it's on to depression. <laughs> Seriously. Woo. Let's do it. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is Hellblade. Senua's sacrifice. Really? Well done. Thank you. I made See, sure that, to listen why, to the name. I'm here because you know that wasn't that wasn't Tad Dash. That was fine. It, it, fine. Okay, I'm not okay with Hellblade Senua's sacrifice. If you're gonna go voice change, yeah, go more like that. When I first come softer saw, on Senua though, because it was a sacrifice. You know I wasn't right? sure how to say the name at first, so I was thinking of John Senua. Senua <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> Sacrifice. Sanua. The latest from Ninja Theory. Yeah. Who, uh, they haven't been around for a while. The last thing I remember from the, well, like, I think they worked on Disney Infinity at one point, but uh, and then they became unemployed because they uh, <laughs> quit doing that awesome game. Well, I think they did that because like they just have this streak of things that. You know, some of them have been really good ideas, but a lot of times they just don't make a lot of money off their games. Yeah. Um, like they did the Devil May Cry revisioning. Um, they shouldn't have changed his hair color, dude. Oh, they yeah. totally should have. No. <laughs> Shame on you. No. All of a sudden, Mario's got Stuck gonna... in the early 2000s. So? He's Dante. No. He has silver hair. <clears throat> no. It's very Sephiroth. I am fine <laughs> with, I am fine with the new vision. Mario's gonna get a straight bill hat. You gonna be okay with that? <laughs> get, cool. get back up in times. 2017 um, even gameplay is king they did uh <laughs> their first there, hold up there was a head bob we must let the audience know when john said that john just rocked a head bob <laughs> stop stealing my moves john um their first big one was heavenly sword which was an all right game heavenly uh, sword heavenly sword. sword uh and then after that i think Personally, my favorite from them, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Uh, that was just a really weird like thing. Like you don't get games like that 
too often anymore that were these big AAA games. I hear good things. I hear good things. You played a character called Monkey. You can't get... (laughs) Interesting. And it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world. (laughs) I know, I screwed that up. Apocalyptic. With robots. Killer robots. What does that sound like? (laughs) Very cool. But yes, this is kind of a different one for them, isn't it? Yeah, it's Uh, a little dark. It's a little dark. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty dark. It's pretty freaking dark. Pretty dark. Um, where to start? I guess the big thing is that the game explores the ideas of psychosis and mental disorders as the character you play as a Senua kind of begins to break down and, and how that traverses. Do you, do you feel as a player, though, when you first started, that that is a huge element to the game, right? Yeah. Did you feel like... Did you feel like that's what that was from the jump, or did you just kind of need to feel that out? They tell you in the screen, like as the game's loading, yeah. like, "Hey, this game features these things." And you know, well, I mean, they tell you that it upsetting. features these, but do you feel like the main character has those issues from the jump? Yeah, because uh, and John, uh, I'm sure you can speak to this too, because we both played this game with headphones on, right? And one I cool, <laughs> one of the cool things it does is um, they did a lot of cool stuff with the sound mixing. Where you have you hear various voices, but they're coming from different parts, different of, levels, of, yeah. different areas, left, yes. right, yes, they're far, all different. close. It's like it, you'll hear a whisper behind you, and then you'll hear a large, yeah. you know, a loud voice to the top right of your ear. You know, it, and it creates this thing of like you're being surrounded by these talking voices. And yeah. from my understanding, uh, people who have actually gone through that, they did their research, and that is kind of how it usually starts. They're saying. Yes, it's the it's it's kind of a technology they're calling binary audio. Yeah, and what it basically Nerd. is is you take you take this <laughs> you take this microphone in this soundproof room. You stick this microphone in the very center of the room, and it, mm. and the microphones come out. They jut out from from in three in three sixty all the way around, and you've got these voices, and they have their lines, they have their scripts, and what they're doing is they're walking around the room. Yeah, and as they're walking around the room, you'll hear. Like in in Cinema's mind, you'll hear quiet whispers, and then all of a sudden, loud bursts of, of voices, yeah. and you literally see these these actors going around the room and then running up to the mic and jutting back. That's really cool. It's just uh, and it trans <clears throat> from, from that to the game. I, I you guys played the game. I I, I watched a we lot did. of stuff on YouTube with headphones, mm-hmm. um, DJ headphones for those wondering. Mm. Ooh. Uh, of the close so around, you isolated. Probably got the better experience. I may I may have because the user <laughs> I watched on YouTube it, the way I, the way that I like to do this. I knew I wasn't going to play the game. It uh, he did it where you just show the stream. It's a 1080p stream. He's not talking, and all you hear is in game audio. Mm-hmm. So knowing that this game was featured that that aspect i was like i, I really want to experience that just and yeah it goes from the yeah. turn around turn around and, it, and as part of the psychosis this is um it, it really it, it really goes a long way in treating um in in portraying mental illness in a in as accurate as a way as as they can yeah um and like chris said they they consulted not only um psych psych uh, psychologist, psychologist, and psychological professionals, but also, um, they interviewed and consulted with victims of psychosis. Yeah, they they talked. You know, a lot of the imagery you might see in this game um, are actually images and, and hallucinations and visions that people who suffer from psychosis have actually talked about 
to Ninja Theory. They talked about how it felt, how it sounded, how it looked, things like that. And a lot of the representation you see um, from the perspective of Senua is is um, how is Sorry. she is she destroying something? <laughs> She's chewing on something. I'm trying to besides get the flow of this podcast, John. No, nothing, John. You just keep talking. You got Sorry, ladies right and gentlemen. Uh, Penny says hello via chewing. Yep. But um, she's got a bone. That's the part that's she, like perplexing. She got to pick it with. Huh? The the yeah. bare minimum of this is your 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 main character. Her her name is Sinua. She's a Celtic warrior. Um, um, and it and the game deals in her pursuit of trying to bring a loved one back Dillion. from the dead. Yeah, Dillion. Uh, um. To reveal the the reasons and everything else is to spoil a lot of things, but it 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 doesn't. The game doesn't immediately reveal to you all its cards. It gives you uh, yeah. the backstory, and a lot of the backstory in the exposition comes much later in the game. Um, but it deals in uh, Norse mythology, um, Viking mytho- mythology, which. Which differentiates between who she is. She's a Celt. She's a Celtic warrior. These are, these are Scottish, Irish type backgrounds. Um, and from a historical background, there's um, the developers indicated that she was a. I think they called her um, a member of the Pict tribe. I think is what they called it. That would be and, the folks that went against King Arthur. Um, uh, perhaps I nerd alert. If he, if he nerd was, alert. And Vikings. Uh, <laughs> And apparently, according to their research, Vikings came along and eradicated, virtually eradicated their their culture, their way of life, things like that. They did that with a lot of people. So they're, they're, it's coming from that historical context. <laughs> well, I personally love when games, you know, when they do it well, when they tie in like lore like this. Yeah. And they weave it into the story they're trying to tell. I love when they do that. And from the very small glimpse that I've seen, it seems like they did that well. Very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Would you guys agree on that? Yeah. Um, they do a good job of, of, of kind of telling you all the theories that or the beliefs that go back to Norse mythology with, yeah. uh, with Odin, Ragnarok, the end of the world and those kinds of things. Uh, uh, and you feel like you're taking a journey kind of towards that too, while also a journey into her mind. <laughs> so, um, it, it works. Um, I think this game kind of, breaks down into three things it's one part story driven uh where you know you have that whole entire story of her mind and then also her quest to kind of find peace and and vindication for dillian uh you have one part puzzles and then you have one part combat and they're pretty well evenly spread out over the six seven hours it takes you to go through the game would you say that's accurate john I think so. Uh, yeah. If you, if you're going in um, expecting this to be a typical Ninja Theory no, game, you're, it's not. you're, you're not going to get that. The combat is there, but it serves as a um, almost a. <laughs> the combat to me actually kind of serves as a break, or as as a um, yeah as a, as moments of levity from the journey you take and you know all the puzzles you solve. Um, the combat kind of serves as a break from her psychosis. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause you're just, you're fighting. That's it. Yeah, even know, though some of the fighting is immersed in possible psychosis type states, 
from what I gathered, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys feel the same way. It did feel <clears> like <throat> it came at a good time. You know, it, it yeah. felt, it didn't feel like it was, it was crazy. Like it wasn't just randomly so, put in. Yeah. The voices more so they turn into something that's kind of like almost the like indicator for you in right. the game. Like for instance, uh, you'll get, you'll have like enemies that just start spawning and they'll, you'll be fighting one and one will be behind you and you might not turn even around, be, yeah, or it's like, watch out behind you. Mm-hmm. And that's your indicator basically to go ahead and, uh, throw up your block you know, yeah. or, or dodge out of the way. Or then if, uh, if you get you're hit. wondering which one you need to go ahead or is close to death, they'll tell you like, he's almost done. Finish him off or something like that. And or, you know, to run up and, or I, I was listening to when she's getting hit more than she should. Yeah. They'll say she's giving up. She's quitting. Yeah. She's yeah. giving up. Like, Don't die. <laughs> it's not over yet. It's I mean, over. yeah. And to allude to that, those points, uh, the game has no HUD. Oh yeah, that's a it, big, big it has, thing. It has no HUD. It has new t- no tutorial, and that kind of screwed me up a little bit because uh, well, you're you're, used, you're bad at video games. Yeah, and you're used but, to easy mode. So um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, love um, you, buddy. I turned on the game, you know, and I pressed pause, and I, I saw the controls for combat. Right, I yeah. looked at that, mm-hmm. and I started, and I'm like, "What is this? I can't run. What is this? Like, I'm pressing everything in my mind that." Normally would be the indicator for run, hold down X, tap in the left stick, just push up on the analog, whatever. And it wasn't until about 20 minutes in that I had to pause for, because Penny was doing something that I looked and saw run, hold down L1, which is probably the weirdest place I've ever seen a run button. But surprisingly natural to me. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Or like there's that, there's parts to combat that come up later, um, as you gain abilities and it's kind of like, it's a discovery for yourself and you just have to pick up on it. Um, mainly with this, there's a thing called focus, uh, that comes in and, uh, if you're not aware of it, you would maybe miss the fact that, Hey, you know, that's actually a really important thing that can help you a lot in this game, especially as you get deeper in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the focus is, boss man it's just, oh yeah when you get that that's win mode i mean aside <laughs> uh when it when it comes to the combat aside from um camera issues yeah there are cameras, which don't yeah. which don't really trip you up a lot but it's it's kind of an i think it's a design choice the fact that you can't see everything behind you is sort of part of the stress and in, and intensity that the game is deliberately trying to put you well, in. And, and somebody who suffers from <clears throat> yeah. what she does, you know. I mean, yeah, you take you take a you know, Devil May Cry and you're you're hopping, bouncing around, you know, yeah, yeah. A, a, evading evading enemies, but this but this combat is it there's not it's not incredibly complicated. Nah. There are combos that I that I discovered by accident doing, and I'm, well, I, I take my sword, flip it around, and stab him in the in the in the stomach, things like that. But it's like what, it's like basically timing base. If you it's, if yeah. you nail it right when they're striking onto your next strike, he'll chill. Yeah, and, and not only is it timing based, but it's but the t- the the timing depends on how far you can push the enemy back. Yeah, um, I mean the I think. The first time I ever experienced that type of mechanic is in God of War, where you block and it pushes the opponent backward. Mm-hmm. Um, this one actually introduces a level of pushing an opponent backward, depending on if it's perfect timing. This the you see this huge flash of light, and the enemy goes backwards much slower, but uh, giving you give, making the enemy more open to attack. Yeah. But if you block him, it still dings, and you can 
you leave them wide open. It's just the level of degree you leave them open. But once you, there's like a mirror you carry on your side. Once you see that mirror glow, you'll see sort of a flash in the top and the bottom uh, left corner, um, allowing you to trigger a mechanic uh, called focus, and it slows everything down. And when you start to <laughs> wail, you I just mean, run up in like the heavy attack, which takes a little bit of time. Usually all of a sudden it's just like you're, you nail five shots yeah. in about three seconds. So the combat's very satisfying. Um, the yeah. camera angle, I can understand people being frustrated with it, but I think the voices in your head, I, I think they put that mechanic in. So, so the, so that mechanic of voices in your head can actually serve a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more so the only times I really got upset with the combat. Um, one, I, you know, and Sean can't test this because I had a little bit of this problem with Destiny, like where it just feels like bullet sponge in a way. Like these guys, because there's no overlay, you're just consistently wailing in. And it's not really right until they're about to die that you kind of have an indicator that they're about to go down. So you're just kind of like, okay, how long do I keep doing this? Come on. Uh, but the biggest the biggest problem I had in combat, I did have like a couple of times where it wasn't that something was behind me because usually you could deal with that. It was more of you would get trapped on the wall and you'd have you would see two guys, you'd have two guys that are literally right on top of you. And, and it's just like the camera, it's really bad in that instance to kind of navigate what's the best move to get the heck out of there um, mm -hmm. and find uh, a counter to your situation. Like, so that kind of stuff you're like, ah, okay. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, I died once in combat. I think uh, the time you're supposed to. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, there was that doesn't. Get oh well, okay, okay. Um, no, besides that, okay. besides that, yeah, there there was okay. one boss fight that I died one time, and and I had an error that happened right afterwards that kind of sucked. I, I reloaded the game, and and the boss is standing there, and she doesn't have her sword drawn. And no matter what I'm doing, she won't draw the sword. Well, so I just, at that point, I was like, I'm not taking another death. I'm not taking this. This is not fair. So I turned it off. Uh, because this game does have a permadeath. Uh, That's what I was alluding thing. to, too. Yeah. It, it lets you know, all right, if you die. Yeah. Yeah. So the game has a... <laughs> can, can I can I tell you? Uh -huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So the game, like, early on, as Sean alludes to, there's a part where you die on purpose. Um, very, and, very, very early. Yeah. And you get infected with this. Basically, I think it's just called rot, if I recall, right? Isn't that accurate? Uh, and it is alluded to you that basically this rot, every time you die in the game, is going to spread. And if it reaches uh, Senua's head then you will lose all progress and she will die for good and you would have to start That's the game. So hardcore. Um That's so hardcore. It's been done in our thing. I mean like Diablo has a hardcore mode, uh like this and things like that where it's like hey you Yeah, but to my knowledge this is the only way to play the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Though Diablo you can go play hardcore or you can not. I will say there has been a lot of debate on YouTube as to whether yes. this is real or not. Yeah. People have that. actually tested it and died more than fifty times and it never happened. Wow. Yeah. So it's almost like the it's almost like the developers are putting that on you as added stress maybe to, to as added stress to make to make death see this goes to kind of what, why I really like this game uh -huh. um and, and this particular me mechanic this causes you to think that death really matters in the game as opposed to right 
games Call where, of Duty where you, you can know you can die bumble. and just respawn and try again. Yeah, yeah. Talk mm-hmm. about talk about some games being more game more gamey than others. Where yeah. There's actual consequences for loss as opposed to other games out there, AAA titles where you you have infinite amount of tries I to, agree, to yeah. win the game. And it, it adds a whole to, another level as far as yeah. the way you're going to view how you're going to play the game. Yeah, you really. It's the first time in a, that I can recall where I was really where death death is all around you and death is imminent mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a game where the consequences are real. It's like the closest thing I've ever come to in a game where consequences are genuinely real. I don't know. How uh, different did it feel for you from like when you play a, a survival horror, right? And you know you're you, – all right, you can only use the one bullet because you only have six or – that kind of mindset where you're really having to hold on to what you got versus I really don't want to die because I really don't know what's going to happen and I really need to be on my A game. It's hmm. it's more extreme because that's right, Penny. Feel that right? <laughs> you know, with that, I do. I, do I agree with the sentiment that the that the limited ammo in a survival horror game does up that ante where it yeah, matters yeah. a whole lot. But mm-hmm. then again, when you die, so what? You go back to the safe spot yeah. and you have the same limited ammo. That yeah. you already had. I unless, don't have to go back to the beginning. Dead Rising. And then you got 24 <laughs> hours and then you're screwed. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like I, I don't have a problem with this mechanic. I mean, like I said, I've played Diablo. I mean, that I've, I've died on hard mode in uh, Diablo before in past games. Um, and of course, I played Dark Souls where there is really big consequences anytime you die in that game where it's like you can build up experience for an hour. And then if you die and you don't get back to that experience, which is could be, you know, really far away from your save point and have tons of uh, enemies that could kill you, you could lose your whole entire progress for, you know, no, two or you. three I'm hours. I'm just telling you, I've never played yeah, Dark yeah, Souls, yeah. so it's, it, no, uh, to me, it was just something new to me. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. What I'm, sa- I'm not like, saying it does it better than anything ever. No, I'm no, just saying yeah. it was new. Um, what I'm saying is... To me, it, it kind of just felt like it wasn't really necessary here because, as I said, like I think in total in this game I died three times. Um, so, to me, knowing in like watching the rock go up her arm, I was like, okay, I've obviously got a long time before this would actually become something that is there, and it didn't feel like it added anything to the game to me because, again, like these the combat in this, like the bosses, they're not anything. To a point where you're like, oh my god, this is difficult. Like, you know, you really need to study what you do. You, they have pretty good obvious they tells. Got some good tells, yeah. And once you go through one time, you know that rotation, you're good. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's how I felt with it. So, I mean, like to me, like I said, the times I was I was dying was as I was talking with you, like where I'm in the puzzle and I'm just trying to run uh, from fire or something, and I take a bad turn and then I get engulfed in flames. You know, that was when I was dying, uh, but. I don't know if I, I guess I feel like it would be a cool mechanic. Cause like I, I play rogue rogue games and stuff like that before. And yeah, where in those games you die, you lose whatever you're doing at that moment. Those to me, like I'm fine with that. That's a cool thing. This to me just didn't feel like it was a major part to this. Game Chris, again. we played rust back in the day, a PC game. <laughs> yeah. You can lose so your, you die in rust and everything. You're, you're naked now and you got to go find a stick. Exactly. To fight with. You better have someone that. <laughs> so so with you, you did, so this game didn't touch on any of that emotion that you felt playing Rust where you had to really watch what you was going on. No, it it was um this is why we have this show cuz there's two different contrasts. I love it. It's more of like to me it was a game that like I enjoyed it more so because I thought the combat was fun 
for the most part. I thought the imagery and the world setting was really cool. Was, uh, and I thought it actually does some really cool things with puzzles in there, especially early on in the game with, uh, perception. Um, and how you'll like, you'll have these gates that you have to move around and those gates affect the world around you. Uh, and you know, you might have to go through one gate to open a scenario and then open something in there and then reset the gate to the way it was to do one other thing and then reset the gate again to just the way it was again to get exactly where you need to to move up to the next thing. And I like that. Like that's the kind of puzzle thinking I like. It's not exactly the the hardest, but it's it's making you actually look at your surroundings and and think about things. And it's not always directly clear what needs to be done. Well, we'll say that the things you do look around, the graphics of the game, yeah. They looked amazing to me, but of course I'm watching it through a stream. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel like the pro handled it well? Like it ran smooth? Oh, on your was, it was chugging. Was it <laughs> was chugging? chugging? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was chugging. It was, um, the streamer I watched kept turning off a 60 hertz option. Yeah. There is a, um, what for those, for? if you have a PS4 pro, you can put 60 hertz in it. It makes the video very, very nice. Yeah. Very sh- smooth. Yeah. Um, what would be the purpose of turning that off or turning it on at certain points? Just I guess, for graphical like overload. Yeah. Or? I mean, I don't know. I guess because maybe it, I don't know how it how it looks to a stream. So but like, yeah, might have put some stress on the stream. Yeah. Um, graphically though, yeah, graphics wise, I think uh, whoever did the character models for for Senua, they they understood she was pretty much going to be the life force of this game. And it's clear that's what they really, really focused on to get right. Like the, there are other characters and then I don't think they actually are digitally rendered characters. I think they're videos of people that are kind of laid over certain filters to kind of just get their performance in there. And they, they work. They're great mm-hmm. and fine. But like her, the video as far as her and then also the lighting in the world is at times going to be just like breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah. It looked amazing. They um they they call out that the actress's name in the beginning, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I can't for her, that. and that's the first time I realized that she was doing mm-hmm. all the motion for Cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um she was actually a member of the developing team for Ninja Theory, and she okay. was, and she was actually a kind of a a stand-in character mm-hmm. to do this motion capture stuff, and then it to turned get, out so good to get in-game footage, but. Um, so she had little, little did she know she was actually auditioning for the job, mm-hmm. um, while they were scouting for other people. And she just ended up with the job. She That's looks, cool. her, she looks exactly like, like the character That's aside, crazy. aside from her, from, crazy. Crazy. from aesthetics and, and face paint, obviously. But one of the things that's interesting about her is, um, as I was playing the game, I was really focused in on her eyes. Her eyes seemed excessively yeah. large, just that, just not excessively large, but same as the just, exact model of a real person. <laughs> just a just a tad larger mm-hmm. than than the than, most. than people's eyes, and I think that was deliberate to get people to really focus on on her eyes. One of the things that hmm. that the, I think the Mass Effect series, um, he doesn't the mean original what he's about tril- to say, Chris. the original trilogy, mm-hmm. especially Mass Effect Two, kind of pioneered the the way people's facial recognitions look. Their eyes, their Correct. eyes became more lifelike. This is the most lifelike. I work that you've ever witnessed. I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. In a video game. I don't think the game is, the game is pretty, mm. but I don't think it's any prettier than most, 
um, AAA games out there. There's this one part where you're climbing up a tower and you're looking up at the sky, and the sky has a very grainy texture yeah, to it. Yeah, it, it's like you can tell there's a lot of sleight of hand going on in this game, like where, yes, the lighting looks great and things can look great from afar, and she <laughs> looks great. Um, but then, like, if you actually go up, like, close to stone or if you're – if you're looking at like a beach, a wet beach as you run around on it, like if you get close to textures, you'll see that they're pretty low res. If she's on a beach running there, you're not going to actually see any footprints behind. The water is kind of like not anything that looks highly realistic, but it works for what it's doing here, you know, because it's obvious where their attention to detail all went towards. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that was probably the right call on their part. And that on top of that, the actual art design in this game is really good. Like the 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 way the villains look and especially the bosses, I think they're for the most part interesting. The architecture uh to what is it called? Helm or whatever mm-hmm. that she's going towards like Helheim. That, like when you see it for the first time from afar, it's like, oh wow, Which they, that's, don't that's they shorten cool. it just to call it Hell with one L. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the, uh, the, the, the imagery, the, the central location, it, it, it almost looks like a demonic horse, almost like the Trojan horse that, yeah. they, that they put inside Troy. It, it, it's a, it's a menacing character in the game. Mm-hmm. It just, it's always in your, it, it's, it's, it's usually there. always in your sight. Yeah. You can always see it from some distance. And it's just, um, the way the, the way the map traverses, is just really fascinating. You all of a sudden end up in a place you didn't, you, you never knew you were going to end up. All of a sudden, you're, all of a sudden that that sculpture that whatever that thing is is just in your face. And then five minutes because when five minutes before it was eight hundred yards away, mm-hmm. you know the way you go through a mountain and there it is. But um, this the graphics um, and things like that kind of. Um, to piggyback off that, this is what the developers are calling a uh, kind of a AAA independent game. I call it to me, Makes and sense. I've always said this about this studio: like you don't see them as much as you used to, but they were like the classic AA studio. I've never seen the studio, Chris. <laughs> like you know, you used to have a lot of AAA developers, and you'd have people like Ninja <clears throat> Theory, who were these AA guys who. Uh, they didn't have the biggest budget in the world, but they weren't some little small independent studio too. You know, they were, they were decent size and they would churn out some great things that would have great mechanics or, or just great cool new ideas to it. And that's what it feels like here too. You're like, this isn't, yes, this is not horizon zero dawn. Not every single blade of grass is the greatest grass you've ever seen in a video game. Well, it's not even that, but they do this one thing really well. It's just the ability to do the things that they did. Yeah. By cutting out the middleman. I mean, true, true. you didn't see this in a, you don't have to pay manufacturers. You don't have to pay contractors. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay publishers. This is a self-published game in a digital format for thirty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. And that's oh, really was how. Oh, it was twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah. I was going mean, to ask you then, guys, um, mm-hmm. do you feel like it was a great value for that? Yo, yeah. The game, Tons. everywhere you look, you can see breakdowns of. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you want to do, it can range from this amount of time to this amount of time. Yeah. And it's also replayable. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't then, know if then, I would really uh, need to go back. For trophies, maybe, if you were a trophy there's hunter. There's one thing. like the, <laughs> And uh, we now know what it is. This is one of the easiest trophy games. If you if you go with the right intention going in, if you want to get platinum, you could do it with this game. Because you get 90% of the trophies just by beating the game. There's one collectible thing you have to do throughout the game, which is find these lore and 
was it lore stones? I think that's what they're called. There's like 40 something of them. So boom, if you want to do it, there yeah. you go. But as far as replayability, this, this is the type of game to me where hmm. you can go through it and learn and learn new additions to the stories you go through. But I feel like you can go back and play this game and watch it unfold in a different way, alluding the things that you later find out. The things that people are saying in the, in your mind's eye <laughs> make sense early on with context from later on. That's true. I mean, this game is, is a game I'm definitely planning to go back to. Nice. Um, I may just and as get far as, and, as <laughs> and it just, it, I, I, this is really important to say. I feel like this is one of the most important games of the year. I was going to ask you that. Mm. That was going to be one of my final questions. Yeah. Was how, how important to the gaming industry do you think a game like this very is to the overall industry? Very. Yeah. Particularly when it comes to books, movies, things mm. like that. I don't know of another medium that could have portrayed psychosis to the average person given that given that layperson, that average person, kind of a glimpse into what psychosis really is, what it feels like. Um, I don't know of any other medium that could have done it better than video games. Hmm. They really, you can tell that Ninja Theory um, did not, took a great care in being respectful Mm -hmm. to the concept of mental illness. This, this, this mental illness was never exploited as, as, as silly, as crazy as that may sound, it was never exploited for the purpose of narrative. Correct. You don't feel, you feel nothing but empathy for this character. Mm-hmm. You don't identify with the character. You identify it to the point where, um, you're experiencing what she's experiencing. And you kind of alluded to the idea, is this a, is this a, a horror game? Yeah, it kind of is. Because the, the the actual concept of hearing the things that this person hears, some people could be scary. Yeah, hearing your own voice, but hearing other people's voices, hearing guttural voices that sound demonic, mm-hmm. and like they're right behind you and they want to attack you. The idea of you having voices in your head that it, that can be your friend, and then some over here that can be your worst enemies, and you having to overcome that, and that's what this game is ultimately about: overcoming or dealing with. In a in a in an effective way, the idea of somebody who's I sh- I got that sentence completely backward. The it's about someone with mental illness learning to cope in a positive way with their mental illness. Gotcha. Yeah. I uh, as far as playing the game, I feel like it's important to play it with headphones on. Oh, vital. Would you think so too? Oh yeah, I think definitely. I think it's I think it's pretty vital. There are some boss fights. I don't know how well you're going to survive them mm-hmm. without it. Like there is one I can I can literally remember that there is a cue where he is not visible on the screen and really the best way to find out is with headphones twirling <laughs> around and eventually you kind of hear the direction that he's located at and that's where you know he's going to come from. Uh, there's that. There's like a level where you have to traverse without any sight and basically uh it is sound that's going to guide you on that, you know, and having headphones like that. I wasn't always wearing headphones in the game. Like if I was doing puzzles and stuff, but there were times I just knew I'd be like, I need to put these back on now. Okay. <laughs> that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this is a very cool game. If, I, yeah, I like if, it. If you have the opportunity, I recommend that you try it 
It doesn't mean I, yeah. that it's for everybody. I don't think it will every, be for it, everyone. But to me, it's like it's almost like going home. You sh- you need to give this a try. Mm-hmm. I might not like going home, but I'm glad I played it. Well, you know, the internet um, breaking news is full of trolls, <laughs> right? And on all the main sites, the YouTubes, the Twitters, the Reddits, people are trolling the game saying, man, this game looks slow or, dude, I can walk outside and hear voices if I want to. You're missing the point. You're, I think you're selling yourself short of an opportunity to, to really experience something that's unique. Well, trolls will be basically, trolls. <laughs> yeah, trolls will try to simplify anything down to a talking point and that's it. And, that's and they want reaction. Do. You know, they don't actually play the experience for themselves and then actually give fair feedback. So yeah, this is, this is definitely in my discussion at the moment. Oh, here for, it comes. Ooh, for, ooh, for game. Ooh. Well, and that's what I'm saying. This game it came out of nowhere. No, everybody knew it was happening, but nobody. Yeah, you know, this was on my radar for so long. Mm-hmm. But I, but the end product, I was surprised that this was the end product. I've heard that this game was coming, but I had no idea what it was trying to be. I thought it was trying to be another action game. That's what Hellblade, so- mm-hmm. Heavenly Sword. I mean, it's like. It's like the I remember, opposite. I remember title. you almost didn't you say something very similar to that? <laughs> I guess so. Back in the back in I, the early I, days, I, I repeat that's, myself. That's the one thing that's great about the current generation is that you know while we know there are these huge triple A's that are coming and we know everyone's hyped up and anticipating, you have a bunch of these studios like this that yes, you know if you go look at a, a calendar, we have an idea when they're releasing, but no one really knows for sure which one of these are going to hit which one are going to be really big and meaningful. And it always happens now, it seems like, every year. There's always four or five of these games that come out that everyone's like, you need to step back and play this. You know, you need to take, you know, 10 hours of, of your week and and sit down and give this a chance because it's worth it, uh, even if it's not something that's getting advertised on TV every five minutes. So This is true. Yep. What would be fascinating at some point, not that we will ever have time for this, but... Actually, doing a spoiler cast, talking about the imagery, what it meant, you know, what's your term, what's your interpretation of the ending, things like that. What's just, that? What's a spoiler? Cast? It's just uh, we don't do those anymore. The game is so <laughs> it's so deep, and it's and it's and it's going to stick with me for a while. He's not going to. He's not. Dude, <laughs> if if you found yourself just maybe you haven't played it yet, maybe this conversation um, pushes you in that direction. Uh, I'm telling you, just watching about an hour. On, on YouTube of a guy streaming it, being completely immersed in that world. I, I didn't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to pull like a Chris, <laughs> and I don't mean this bad, but maybe wait for it to be on sale at some point or maybe to the PS store. Well, I just I bought it, though. Well, I don't mean this game. I mean, oh, in general, yeah. sometimes yeah. you'll be like, I'll see when it... I, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, toying with it. Um, it, it. I would say, like, look... It, it really it, is a, a very cool-looking game. If this is really up your alley, yeah, I would say if you like horror, if you like puzzles, and if you like action games, um, then, yeah, this probably... Uh, you know, you have no problem buying this right now and, and getting your money's worth. But, yeah, there will be other people where I'd be like, yes, you should probably give this a try at some point. But I, I, I totally understand if you need to wait, you know, till a sale happens on something like this. Because it is a unique game and I will not be surprised at all if there are some people that do not finish it just because of the imagery and, and the setting and stuff like that. Um, Cue up Sean for not finishing it because he gets scared really easy and cuts things I off. I tried not to buy this game this week but finally Friday yeah I watched a little bit of video and I was like I have to at least see what this too is Too many about. critics liked it? No. <laughs> Saw too much good stuff? No, Couldn't miss out? No. 
I mean, I'm not on the level of you. I'm not like this is my Ooh. game of the year type discussion to me. But, but neither I is Zelda on his list either, John. So don't take offense to that. That was number four. One more game. It and dropped after some bootleg game. That's right. Yeah, it's number five now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but it is, I mean, if you want, I'll go ahead and bump Zelda out of the top five for this, if that's what you want. Um, you can't spin it like that. Like I'm telling you to bump Zelda out. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> But no, yeah, I think it's a, a great game. Definitely a really fun game and one that's worth playing. I would never call it fun. <laughs> I think like, well, the funnest part to me was actually when I started, um, in the combat. Splatoon's started, fun. This, this ain't fun. <laughs> it's, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was fun when the combat, I started running at people and trying the different like attack combos, like for entry point. And that mm. was just fun. Like when I need someone in the chest and then ah, that was fun. But anyways cool deal yeah can i give a shout out to the youtube guy or should i not uh no all right screw him no i mean he streams very good games chris but okay on our twitter yeah, i'm sure he doesn't need our help you can't um, stop me. <laughs> <laughs> ready to do some news yeah let's do some sure news. is there anything on this news that you want to like adios no i don't know no. why, why are we, we why are we adios and news because we've been introing it and topicking it for do, a long time. Do the people care? And has it not been really good stuff today? I'm an old man and I'm tired. At least he's honest about it, folks. We should say this stuff off the mic, John. Are we recording right now? Yes. Yeah, we're recording. How epic is that? Yep. <laughs> News! All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents The News! 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 News. News. Gearbox reveals new game. Or game, did they? Game, or did game, they? Game. Gearbox, the developer behind Borderlands, has revealed a new game codenamed Project 1v1. 1v1 me, bro. According to the developer, it's a shooter that combines the action of a fast-paced 1v1 first-person combat with meta game strategy of collectible card of a collectible card game. That's when they the new me. game <laughs> will get close. Will get a close technical test. In the coming months, the early look will offer three modes, rank, challenge, and arena. You can sign up on project1v1.com. You know what? Speaking of card games, John, I think you missed a story this week. I just no, realized it. Yeah, you did. We, we decided not to put it on here. I didn't include it. Yeah, on The purpose. Ancients. For, uh, or did was you guys it, hear no, those breaks? We, talk, sure we talked about Hearthstone last year. No, 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 not that. Um, no, Valve, no, Valve no. announced their the Dota two card. I, I didn't. Yeah. He's all on Valve right now, dude. He played Dota one week. Well, I mean, that is a big deal. <laughs> I didn't include it. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, just no. well, we just okay. did. We I just included. That's what I'm saying. So speaking Valve. of our card games, that's out there too. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it out now or is it coming? It's coming. It a lot. Announced. It's coming. hard. Soon. Fast. It's hard. Way too soon. Oh. <laughs> Esports. Did, did you say they're also doing uh, Borderlands three right now? Did you say yeah, that? That's part? a theory that they're doing. We're gonna just put that out there in the universe because if we keep saying it, it'll come true. No, they 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 showed they said it. Yeah, they said it's coming, but they're like, it's gonna be a while, guys. They showed some concept stuff, and it's gonna be a don't while. worry about it. About twenty twenty, we'll get Borderlands three. <laughs> Esports at the Olympics. On rolling. <laughs> Gaming could join the plethora of sports at the twenty twenty four Paris Olympics. <laughs> Hold up. Plethora? Let's start all over because one, I was, one, I was talking, plethora. and then I was talking, and then two, you dropped a plethora on us. A plethora bomb. Plethora. I'm gonna just say right. it that way again. Start it over. Here we go. Gaming could join the plethora 
Oh, just break everyone thing, John. Uh, okay. Sports at the 2024 Paris Olympics due to the increasing popularity of esports among young people worldwide. While it's yet to be decided what specific games will be included, video games will be included as a medal event at the 2022 Asian Games in uh, Hangzhou. Don't know if I said that right. We're just going to go with it. Tony Astanga. Probably didn't say that right either. Paris Olympic Big Committee co-president will present the proposal to bring gaming to the 2024 Olympics to the International Olympic Committee, meeting in Peru next month. Uh, I'm from the future, and he's going to get laughed off the stage. I don't think so. I, I don't either, but it, it let's be honest. It makes money, man. It makes money, Chris, but Olympics were founded on guys hurling discs through the air. Yeah. And jumping over. You know what they didn't have back then? Basketball. <laughs> I knew you were going to count on me for basketball, but again, it's still an athletic ability. Sure. Whoops. <laughs> what about uh, John? Just he doesn't John. What about those who do archery or uh, you're still marksmanship? You're, you're still you're there's still an, a skill involved. That's yeah, there's athletically, a skill this. That's athletic. There's nothing athletic about pointing have, a gun. Let me. This man pulls out guns. Archery, me, you still have to be strong enough to pull your bow back. You got to aim. You got you got all that kind of stuff. The gun thing, you're right. You sit there and you. But it's still a, a, a degree of technical curling. Awesomeness curling is in the Olympics. Awesomeness, <laughs> you have to have balance on skates. I love curling, but you know. I don't. I don't. I'm not against this. Are yeah, you, not against principle, rap. But you are but, against those rappers. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Of course you don't. But. Um, one thing to think about is ping pong. Yeah. It's an Olympic sport. It is. But do you, is there multiple versions of this, of the sport? Mm. Because when it comes to esports, you've got Dota 2. Yeah, I agree. You've got Call of Duty. Probably not an esport. Um, think, think of any number of esports, Splatoon striking, trying to get into the game. It would when this is an Olympic sport, if this becomes an Olympic sport, who decides what they play? How come they can't just have an eSports Olympics? <clears throat> there you go. That could work, too. I don't know. My guess is that it will so, come down to one. Like, for instance, with Dota, it would just come down to would Valve allow it? But if it did, my guess is that the biggest would probably be if they were going to pick some, it would be Dota, uh, League of Legends, and then uh, Candy Crush, of all things. Candy Crush is, like, one of the most profitable. Where did you read that? Uh, somewhere it's like it's ESPN's most watched esports thing. Candy, candy Crush, crush. yeah. <laughs> People love Candy Crush, man. Before you know it, poker is going to be an Olympic game. It's going to get out of control. It so, could, but so our Olympic our Olympic uh, villages are now going to be stayed in by obese men living in their mother's basements. The Wi-Fi hotspot's not working. To get there. Right. That's, that's and, just not even true. Though. And soccer moms. <laughs> It's just not true. I'm cool with the soccer mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, this will be fun to see how it works complicated. out. It, it's it's to about say, to, it's to about just, making money. Well, here's the deal. You you brought up well, well, Valve allow it, right? When when Michael Jordan was on the dream team, he had to wear a flag over his uniform because he was a Nike sponsor. Yeah. So yeah, that whole realm of I'll, I'll allow this logo to be here or my game to be played there is going to be an issue. Yeah, with that, especially with Valve, just because they. You know they're so protective of their brand and and anything so that goes on with Dota. Yeah, uh, but like I say, it's a it's a way to get money, and I, I guarantee you, if they look at the data and says like, look, if we put Dota or Lau or Lol in here, and basically you can him right now, you can guarantee <laughs> can you that like yeah okay, you can put it in. You you just say Is like this thing on. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. If you put it in, whatever game it is. If you put the game in 
And basically, you can guarantee for whatever that period of two to three hours that you're going to have 20 million people watching this or 30 million or 50 million people worldwide. Hey, that's millions. tons of money to be made right there for you yeah, know, the Olympics. A different that's avenue. what they care about. And I guarantee you, if they put it in there, and you- NBC knows that they can make money off of it. They will gladly broadcast this stuff on primetime television. Why are you so? Then let's make Jeopardy an Olympic event. But why? That's are you- fair let's point. make Wheel of Fortune because they don't draw as many viewers. You don't know that. That's the truth. That's anecdotal. Are you saying that? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you? But but are you saying literally that curling has hmm. a wide draw? No, but I think it's curling's got Olympic. Olympic. It's got a historical thing at this curling point. That's is why. B-A. Otherwise, I, I, I wouldn't. Cut I, it. I would not want curling in there. But everyone, to be Dude, fair, everyone does shut watch up. curling. If y'all, you can't stop staring curling. at curling. I'm, t- I'm not bashing curling. I'm gonna go ballistic Look, up don't, here. Don't be all about curling just because you use the curling bombs in Splatoon two, and that's why you're all of a sudden apparently the biggest fan of curling. No, I'm a fan of curling because my wife, your, your wife, loves curling. Indeed. Therefore. This guy loves curling. Curling's awesome. But Canada's, you hate Canada. Canada's really good at curling. <laughs> Literally, he's Canadia. got a poster that says, I hate Canada. Who? Him. That's a Southport poster. I know, right? <laughs> Bigger, longer, uncut, buddy. Xbox achievements to change. I'm not done with esports. Go ahead. <laughs> Microsoft has recently teased an update that fundamentally changes the concept of Xbox achievements. Xbox platform corporate vice president Mike Yabara said that his team is Holy working crap. towards building... A bigger, more meaningful change (laughs) about someone's gaming accomplishments in history as a gamer on Xbox. Quote, we can do a lot more to reflect and let people show that their gaming history and their status. Whether it's someone who only plays multiplayer in Halo 5 at a professional level, maybe they only have a 2000 gamer score. You want to be able to celebrate that person. This sounds need to change. This sounds like yes, they they do need to change. They do. Why? Why? Because I think more people now, I I have never been huge about my gamer score. I'm huge about my trophies. Yeah, and and, and it's cool to be able to say I have the five, six platinum, you know, trophies, whatever. But the, but the funny thing is, the achievement and trophy they both say the same thing when you get an achievement or a trophy. It's the same yes thing. But trophies just have this personality to them. They just yeah. have this bragging rights that go along. Achievements are just kind of boring. It's kind of, to be fair, it's just the fact that achievements were first and they didn't sure. think of that way of the system. They've added it in. Like there's Sony the had diamond. the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. They, they you know have, they like, say the that's 2020. Thing, but <laughs> I guess like the thing is like if you go, the cool thing, like if I'm going over on the, on the PlayStation crossbar, I can see literally where I'm at on trophies and it will show me a breakdown. If I go to my friend's profiles, it shows me that easily on the fly. And then I can compare. You don't really get that when you're looking at achievements on Xbox. No, you don't. Not like easily. You have to go individually into each game to see what's I can't believe you're saying it because you, you've always been really, you've liked the Xbox screen. But I mean, I find it pretty easy. It's, it's their thing. We got that. You do you. And they yeah. got their thing. Oh, okay. But, but, but with all that said, okay. yeah. Mike Yabara is an amazing streamer on Mixer. <laughs> you should go check him out. He's a really cool dude. But this description sounds Pub-G-O. like, sounds like we're going to give you a trophy, no pun intended to PlayStation, a trophy just for showing up. Maybe. For, I mean, you have a participation trophy. You do, but for streaming, I, 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 I took it more of the, or if the guy is playing Halo, he's a great gamer. Yeah. And that's his game. But if you looked at his score, He's kind of hacked, <laughs> I guess, but he's not hacked because he's really good at what he does. Right, yeah. 
I guess you just need to know, like, is there a way to highlight, like, to people, especially, yeah, like, for, for multiplayer people, like, that, that's a great point, like, some of our, <laughs> some of our friends, some of our friend, like, know what they're doing here, cause, like, some of our friends, uh, Tate's a great example. Tate is an amazing Call of Duty player, I'd say. I mean, he's alright, dude. Okay, you can, uh, <laughs> he's a huge, I mean, he's an amazing, huge Destiny player, too. If you looked at his huge, gamer score, though, huge, if you look at his gamer score, huge. though, or I'm sorry, not his gamer score, but his trophy list on PlayStation, he doesn't have nearly high profiles us because he just doesn't play a large variety of games. But I guarantee you, like, what he has done in Destiny, you know, is just as impressive as me getting a platinum in in Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, so I think, yeah, if you can find a way to let people know that John is a D with a flashlight. Uh, um, John, (laughs) hey, this is what it's like being under spotlights. This is amazing. As long as you talk, yeah, now you got to go back to him when he says a word. Say a word. I know, right? And then you come back to me because I'm talking. Yeah, that's how that works. (laughs) But, uh, like, if there's a way to, to highlight those people, too, I think that's cool. Like, for instance, like, People have prestiged in Call of Duty multiple times. You know? That'd I have. be cool. I have. But did you prestige hard? <laughs> as hard as you can go, Chris. Mm. Overwatch, death mode. Deathmatch mode. Oh, I'm by- sorry, deathmatch. Yeah, you it's just right make- there. Yeah, I just it, combined it, it. <laughs> shortened it. <laughs> Synergy. Overwatch Arcade <laughs> will soon feature deathmatch. According to an announcement from Blizzard, deathmatch brings a new map and two modes, including free for all, which features 1v7 matches where Players compete with the goal of being the first to get the 20 kills. It's not one guy against seven guys. It's everybody against everybody. Yeah, it's one-on-one. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) The other is Team Deathmatch, which pits two teams of six against each other with the goal to be the first team to rack up 30 kills. That can go really fast. I don't don't know. I'm not huge on this. Yeah, because it kind of goes the exact opposite of what I I know about Overwatch. I know. But if yeah. it makes some people happy, then go. There, there, there's a, a group out. of people that want that because they do love those games, but they like Overwatch. So yeah, it'll it'll look. They they throw game modes into Call of Duty that like a fifth of the population, not, probably yeah. an eighth of the population is playing. But they got it there because those people like it. You know what I mean? Up and down. Um, public <laughs> test realm for Warcraft Three. Woohoo! First official PTR for Warcraft Three is now live. PTR features balance changes for start locations and the difficulty of creep camps, as well as adjustments to item diversity. Several other improvements, including new textures for the map clarity, or, or for map clarity, have been added as well. It's been 15 years since the launch of Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos. How old do some of you people feel now? Old. Does, I does remember Josh playing get that. back into this? Or? I Josh don't know. might. He may. Uh, probably if I got it in... Anything to leave Sean hanging in, in WoW so he it's can start playing happen. Splatoon. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you have to understand, it, He's Sean, Sean is enabling the, yeah. the guy who has a problem yes. right now. He'll never leave him. Never. <laughs> Look, dude, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm more deep in WoW than I ever have been in my life. Wow. And he still has yet to hit 110. That's a, that's a lie. What? Did mm. you ding? Congrats. Go do a raid. <laughs> <laughs> do some dailies. Yeah, they're coming up. World quests. Do some heroic uh, mythics. Some heroic uh, dungeons and stuff. Uh, no Man's Sky Atlas Rise. Or, I'm sorry. No Man's Atlas <laughs> Rises Update. 1.3 details. This is nope. a pretty big detail, detail, people. Yeah, right. You want me um, to do this? The update is out now. No, I got it. <laughs> okay. It contains the following. Stumbling, bumbling. 30 hours of new story content, including appearance of interdimensional alien race. 
limited online co-op called Joint Exploration, improved galactic mapping and better waypointing, variety and visual quality of plans improved, crashing or crash freighters and buried resources and scavenging missions, new mission board introduced, uh, constant extra missions and NPC guilds, full galactic trading, more in-depth scanning, Overall, improved visual quality, terrain manipulation tools that allow you to mold planets as well as destroy them, space combat improvements, more ship types and low planetary flight now allowed, quality of life improvements such as ship summoning, and ancient portals that actually do something. I wonder if this game is good now. It actually sounds like it's a game. Well, you skipped a couple of things. I don't mean that came off sarcastically. Yeah, you but shortened, but yeah, no, it yeah, like it's, it's like legit. they finally made a game that people kind of want, but it's too late. Is it too late? I don't know. Yeah, because the game's late. like it's free now. <laughs> is it? No, it's not free. Just it? walk in the store and take one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna stop him. <laughs> I'm gonna take this. That was always allowed. Thank you. <laughs> this game sounds really cool. Go play it, Sean. It, you should play this game. Um, I uh, I did. I gave it a go. Chris gave it a go. He made it to the center of the world and found out this is it. Universe says. Yeah. You uh, didn't find God? No. Wait, no. God was in the game? <laughs> there was a... This is not the God of Shakari. I didn't hate that game, uh, actually. What? You know, there was things I, I liked about that What? Game. You were the one who quit after like 45 it was minutes. A, it was... I don't want to bash it, but let's just... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say I'm going to bash it. But I'm going to bash it. <laughs> it was terrible. It's it awful. Just, dude, I was so hyped for that game, as well as the world. Yeah, I just said, I've told people, I said, like, if it, if you're looking for a certain type of thing, which actually now this sounds like that's what it is, yeah, now it, you will not like this game. I was like, but if you were just looking for cool space exploration and the that's possibility it. that you could go over a hill and not know what was on the other side. That was cool. That's why I enjoyed it. Yeah, I love being able to dig in, you know, to different planets and getting resources and yeah, it was just something was missing, man, and it looks like maybe it's not anymore. It's also a John Mayer song. Something missing. Um, you know what else is a John Mayer song? What XO? <laughs> oh dear! And your body is a wonderland. <laughs> and not daughters, yours. daughters, just years. That one gets me. <laughs> Gravity, man, it's Gravity. working against you. Yeah. Anyways, Amiibo. <laughs> Slow dancing in a burning room. <laughs> I'm bigger than my body. <laughs> hey, man, say what you need to say. Uh, I want to run through the hall. <laughs> People are like, what is this? They know, because everybody loves John Mayer secretly. You know, I uh, had... Why, I had, Georgia? Why? <laughs> I had a friend in college who took his girlfriend to a John Mayer concert. Mm-hmm. Chris is right here, dude. His uh, his girlfriend went backstage <gasps> and hooked up with John Mayer. That doesn't spread. Like, hooked up? Hooked up. Did she get tested the next day? She probably should have gotten wait, wait. tested. Hooked up? He's been in Hooked a lot up. of places. How, was, how did he feel about that? Was it, uh, was it the hall pass they situation? Did not, they did not survive that. That's oh. a hall pass situation. No, it is not. No, no, no. Uh, Honey, that's okay. High five. It's John I mean, Mayer. I'm, you're John you. Mayer? John Mayer. You can do better. Dang. It's John Mayer. Apparently Taylor and Katie couldn't. <laughs> It's because they were they they were with yeah. him at one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Amiibo <laughs> not required for Metroid Hard Mode. Nintendo has clarified that the Amiibo will not be clear or required to play Hard Mode for the upcoming Metroid: Samus Returns. Hard Mode will be accessible to all players upon completion of the game. However, 
It was further clarified that Amiibo will unlock Fusion Mode, which adds another level level of difficulty <laughs> on top of Hard Mode. So basically you're saying, not that Hard Mode, but it unlocks the Super Duper Hard Mode, right? Is that it? Yeah, it was amazing watching the media lose their minds over this because they, they thought, I guess with good reason, they thought that the Hard Mode was locked inside of an Amiibo. Yeah. But I will tell you, that getting me to buy an amiibo mm-hmm. with and and it unlocking a hard mode, that's one of the best reasons to buy an amiibo instead of just keeping it in the package and making it look pretty forever and ever. That's the best reason to have friends who can make amiibos for you. <laughs> I, I I don't keep mine in the boxes forever, John. It's stupid. Ah, yeah, sure. I, mean, I just try not to buy them. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, yeah, it's because you don't even have your switch anymore. Not, no, no, I still got it. No. I'm looking at it when I said yeah, that, Chris. Yeah. I know. I looked. For now. <laughs> it's there for now. You're going to love Mario Rabbids. You're going to love uh, Mario Odyssey. And there's going to be something else that comes out. And Oh, yeah, that's called the Xbox One X. That's when I get rid of it. BZ Gamer now. <laughs> You're going to trade that in, aren't you? You never know. Updates for ARMS. Nintendo has released a new update for ARMS that brings with it some changes and additions. Update 2.1 features balance adjustments for ARMS roster of playable characters as well as their weapons. The update also adds five new exercises to training as well as indicators designing or designating the difficulty. Sean. Yes. If you had to pick one character in arms that you felt was overpowered, who would it be? I I couldn't tell you. Really? They were all, they were all. That mummy one? You wouldn't even think Min Min was overpowered? I love Min Min, but I lost all the time. Exactly. You kept getting rocked by her. By, By one person because I'm dumb. No, because Min Min is like amazingly overpowered. But I lost to Min Min. That's the point. She's overpowered. Oh, I, I'm saying it as if they I thought I was Min Min. So they nerfed her? I would hope so. I think people got really passionate about developing Min Min. And she is an awesome fighter, no no doubt. But when I mean, the, when, I'm, when, I read, when I read this, uh, that's the first thing I thought of. Was Min Min? Yeah, they toned her down. Put her in her place. <laughs> Arms is it's a game where you do need this to have strategy, know your characters. Yeah, this is not and a, adapt to people fighting and their techniques. This is a not a this is not a dumb man's fighting game. That's probably why I, I, what I is struggled a dumb at man's it. fighting game. Street Fighter Two. Oh, oh, shots fired. Ooh. Wait, is it Injustice Two? Do you want to die? Do you want to die? <laughs> Super Meat Boy for Switch. This made me happy. Team Meat, still the greatest, <laughs> the greatest name, name ever, uh, has just announced the game is head for Switch. Blitworks will handle the Super Meat Boy port for the Switch. Game was originally released back on Xbox 360 and PC in 2010. Doesn't surprise me. I can't wait to introduce Aiden to this game. Oh, this it's thing fun. Will drive him. Do you not already board. have it on your uh, Xbox One? I never got a hold of it. I was waiting I know for you the watch, Switch first. You watched me. <laughs> We got I it remember, on 360, but I, I watched he, you play. Yeah, he watched me. I was like, John, watch me this like is, die 50 times. This is gross. <laughs> I just love hearing Meat Boy like hit the yeah. <laughs> That <laughs> noise. Greatest noise ever. So wet. <laughs> so moist. And finally this week. <laughs> finally this week. <laughs> Nintendo gets sued. Good. Wait, what? Engadget reports GameVice filled a, filed a lawsuit against Nintendo because the design of its latest system is too similar to GameVice's Android gaming tablet, the Wikipad. The accessory company believes Nintendo violated a patent and that the Switch's detachable Joy-Con controllers are too close of what 
GameVice had in mind for its portable device. <laughs> GameVice is demanding Nintendo stop selling the Switch, cover all the costs related to the lawsuit, pay damages for infringing the patent. I am going to bet that about nine, ten months from now, bro, they'll get paid like some I don't measly mean, amount. I don't know if they're going to even get be, paid. Because no, they'll from, settle this. From the, they're going to try to settle it from what I've read, John, and you chime in at any point because I know yeah. you read it in depth too. They're mad over the Joy-Con attachments. Yeah. Um, because they apparently had an idea that never took off the ground mm-hmm. or sell as well as they wanted to. Maybe not, yeah. And they don't sell it anymore. And they don't sell it anymore yeah. about attaching little controllers to the side of smart devices, right? Yep. And I'm so, they're, they're being haters right now, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, they are. They're taking advantage. Well, they're, te- the, and, and oh, I got uh, anything they ever did. Never did what the Switch does in the fact that it docks to a home console and then you can pull it away as a mobile device. Right. All yeah. theirs was focused on mobile stuff. Yep. Yeah, and, and particularly there are, God knows, 10 other type of these technologies that, that exist in the world, but it's, it's ironic that they have to Don't go after, think? they have to go after <laughs> I the, really do think. <laughs> haha. <laughs> they have to go after the big dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. The big That's dog. That's what you do. <laughs> I know, Chris. Hey, that's what you do, John. But uh, they go after the big dog, ironically, mm-hmm. with the tech least similar to it. Yeah. I mean, you can go online and look at what this thing was. Yeah, it's a combination like of a of a Joy-Con and docking station. But these Joy-Cons, I mean, hopefully you get a tech-savvy judge who just throws this thing out. Because this is kind of what they call um, patent trolling. It's yeah. like, really, yeah. you, you go after something because you're... Your product didn't succeed. Mm-hmm. You don't sell it anymore. You can't find this anymore unless mm-hmm. you go on eBay. eBay, eBay, the new site, like eBay. You like and, and this is this is a look. I don't know how countless times Nintendo. This is this is the nature of the business. Xbox gets sued for Connect. Yeah, Sony gets sued for Move. How many times did the the Nintendo get sued and still doing litigation for the Wii controller? Yeah. This is just the way the game is played. They're not going to get anything. Maybe they will get a settlement, but this one looks like something that can get thrown out. <laughs> Two My weeks guess from now, is Nintendo stops Switch production <laughs> lawsuit. <laughs> what will happen is they'll take it to the preliminary part, and if the judge tosses it out, then, then he, of course he tosses it out. If he doesn't, then they'll just look at the cost and say, like, well, what's what's worth it? Is it worth it to go take a gamble on something that probably won't win, but, you know, is going to cost us a bunch Bro. of legal costs? Or do we just go ahead and settle, pay this guy, you know, pay his company like fifty to $75,000 or whatever for this, and then just say, okay, shut up. You can't talk about this anymore. We're moving on. This is on the yeah. radar now because <laughs> because it's, it's new litigation against Nintendo. That's the overall headline, but when you look at the meat of it, it just it doesn't have any sustenance. You know what I mean? It, oh, that's a good word. Yeah, it's just sustenance. You're, you're drinking Haterade. And you're mad, and you know that they've made a ton of money. They're keeping up with Nintendo success. Yeah. So they're like, nah. oh, there was a there was a good episode of this on um on um was it Silicon Valley this year about that? Like, there's a guy, this old guy who just had all these patents to things, um, and all he does is sue tech companies over things like some <laughs> idea, and basically. The way he would do it is the ones who sell the first paid the least amount of money until eventually you lead up to the bigger companies where it'd be like, okay, hey, all these other people sold with him. He's kind of got a basis that he has some legality now. And then, you know, that's who he'd go ask for like, you know, 3.5 million or something like that. 
Well, think about the, the, the lane that there's, there's ideas everywhere and, and you kind of have the same idea as somebody else, but you never talk to the people. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, smart devices first started. Of course I do. I remember my first smart device. And you would play a game <laughs> and you were, you'd be like, it's funny. I hated, I hated touching the screen to go left and right and, and the jump. And yeah. I thought, man, if they could, if I remember saying if Nintendo or PlayStation would come out with a controller that you could hook to your game to mm-hmm. play it, that would be cool. By the time I thought that, it had already probably been in the work somewhere. That, that's how that works. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's going to be a non-story. We we hope because that's I'm what sure. they stop selling the switch. We love ending our shows on non-stories. It's our goal. No, no, no. it's week. a story now, but the end result will be a non-story. Shh. Let's end it on Gamescom. It's a play on words, yeah. John. Let's tell the people. I, I want to clarify one thing. I don't mean to marginalize the idea that just because you don't sell mm-hmm. your product anymore. I didn't mean that to suggest that their claim was yeah, not. They have, yeah, sure. Okay, it, it's intellectual. To, if they feel like it's their intellectual property, then more power to them. Go after it. If Sega wants to it. sell something that is being taken from the Dreamcast today, then go right ahead. Yeah, if they think they've got like room to do it, I guess. Yeah, right. Gamescom, yeah, Sean, that's coming up. Yeah, up. August twenty second. So big rumor right now. Xbox One X pre-orders are expected to go live at some point during Gamescom. Which will be crazy. Right? Right? So. That's when Chris loses his mind and sells his soul. That's much, but no. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so, I mean your car that you got out there, your soul. I, is there anyone actually doing a, a conference there this year? Because, I mean, no, it no, no, used no. to be this thing like... But it's Microsoft still a big in. thing. Yeah. Some people think it's bigger than E3. Oh, it, it's more attended yeah. because pretty much everyone in Europe goes to Gamescom uh, for general. We're not, we're not going. No, we're not because that would require us to fly over Who cares the Atlantic. Flying? I mean, if you've got $1,000 for each of our flights, because I know you made a million <laughs> last week <laughs> playing with pretty lights at Red Rocks. What up, Em? Um, <laughs> then, you know... We'll go, but otherwise we can, uh, we I can just read about it. I can't it. wait to send you your email uh-huh. that has your ticket in it. And then I tell you, Sean, my passport is in no way up to date. And I'm like, I don't care. And do you have uh, portable like, no. equipment? Cause we got to record. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We, uh, we ready to wrap it up? Never. Okay. So did not derail for like 15 minutes here, folks. Been five seconds since we... We hang out. Why do you guys tell them what we're doing? Because of the question. No, they don't know. It's called Breaking the Third Wall. We don't need to break the wall. (laughs) Hey, if... The uh, wall needs to stay up. Look here, Jericho. (laughs) Um, Break the wall down. That was a wrestling. Yeah. Here's the Chris, I know who Chris, Chris Jericho, Jericho is. He's also in a band. I watched he's, Monday hey, Nitro. He's he's a he's in Back he's in, in a day. band. Is he? Yeah, and he's from Canada. He is. <laughs> but you watch Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, My God. Emails. <laughs> if you like the show, want to tell us your thoughts or complaints, you can write them into weeklygameschat at gmail dot com. Weeklygameschat at gmail com. Just like dot com dot com. Just like Alex did. Who Ooh! says? Haya from the UAE. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a delayed reaction to him going, ooh. <laughs> but he says, Haya from the UAE. Is that the United Arab Emirates? Yes. That'd be, dude, 
If that's it, that's hype. I think that's right. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, We're going to go with it. Not from here, just military stationed out here. So have been listening. Yep. Nice. Okay. Have been listening for about a year now since NBA 2K17. Wanted to say I love the show. Reminds me a lot of my friends and I back home before I dated, uh, before I joined the armed services. Added my top five games to this email because, well, as well as my favorite football club, if I win the contest, I want FIFA. And you say you serve America. <laughs> my America, we only play football. It's not a true statement. American football. It's not true. Not Pink true at all. And it's not true. <laughs> Believe me. Um, keep up the good work and game on. Thank game you so on, much. Man. Game on for sure. His top five games are Ooh. in order here. Five, Age of Empires 3. Mm. I would go with two, but that's still a good game. Wait, are we on number five still? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> number four, Red Dead Redemption. Nice. Yeah, right? Three, Battlefield 2, also a classic. Number two, this will make Josh happy, Final Fantasy 7. And because he's a smart man and he's redeemed himself, even though he picked soccer over American football. Roll Tide, by the way. Um, <laughs> number one, Witcher 3, The Wild. Oh, Man. my goodness. And his favorite football <laughs> clubs are... And football, yeah. Uh, Arsenal, football. Arsenal FC in the NFL, San Francisco 49ers. Oof, Go Niners. I'm so sorry. Uh, Arsenal had a great comeback this week in the Premier League debut, which was it probably made him very happy. And of yeah. course, Go Niners. And uh, college, he's a USC Trojans fan. Oof. Yeah, right. Oof. Oof. That's a feel like to watch your team hey, whoa, get all these whoa, achievements whoa, and then they just whoa. get taken away. It happened to us too, new fan. Don't forget mm-hmm. about that. That's before days. I don't all talk right. about that. But no, they're, USC. Uh, I think if we had played them later in the year, yeah, probably a different ball game. Not yep. a fifty-two to seven. Yeah, it would have been bad. It would have been. It would have been a closer ball game. Yeah, they got a quarterback. He's legit. He came in against us, got his uh, baptism by fire. Well, as you know, Alex referenced our current contest, which will be ending the day this comes out. So if you hurry, if you get this at midnight and you haven't emailed in your favorite team, you can do so by emailing Weekly Games Chat and just giving us your favorite NFL, college, or even if you really like the sport, soccer team. People like soccer, and Chris. You will be entered in for your opportunity to win a digital version of either Madden 18 or FIFA 18 on your platform of choice. John would pick Switch FIFA. <laughs> I heard Pig Switch. Yep. Tom Pig Switch FIFA. <laughs> uh, first up, Chapman writes in. Actually, uh, hey, I do want to uh, thank uh, uh, Alex. Thank you for go ahead. Sean. Okay. Your service. Yeah. Ah, Thank yes. you for your service, sir. Yes. And would be <laughs> just had an evil thought. <laughs> what if he responded and said, I noticed you guys thanked me for my service, but I'm actually a merc. <laughs> I'm just over here on I'm just business. literally over here for business, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. We appreciate you. Chapman writes in from London and says, Hey guys, my favorite football team is none other than the Atlanta Falcons. What? What is going on? <laughs> But my favorite foosball team is the Arsenal. Everybody Go Gunners. Arsenal. Yeah. The Gunners cool. are legit over there. Uh, so that's first one. Go Tottenham. Next up, Shane. Hey. Shane. Come he's got back, a good, He's Shane. got a good rib shack. Shane. Shane, Shane. So he writes in and says, hi, Chris, Sean, and John. Hello, Shane. I'm definitely ready for football to come back. I'm a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan. I'm calling it now 2018 Super Bowl champs. Oh, no, they should have kept Brody Kroll. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sure. See, John Brody Coral played at Alabama. He was drafted by the Chiefs. He was like a second or third string quarterback. Not that good in the pros. Didn't really have a chance like everybody else, maybe. They do get those running he had a backs, cannon, though. He had a cannon. They almost get them running backs, though. They were just like beasts. There was one Jamal year where Charles, man. There, there was one year where Kansas City didn't have like a touchdown to a wide receiver the whole year or something. <laughs> it was like, keep running. But they do to, got Andy Reid. Yeah, I was going to say, since he's come along. Yeah. They're pretty legit. They still got Alex Smith. Yeah. yeah they still got Alex Smith. Yeah. He's a starter. He's, he's all right. He ended up not being a bust. <laughs> Good for him. Cause he got a coach for more than a year. Yep. Apparently that's all it takes. Uh, I will patiently await your uncharted L. Ooh, yes. Lost Legacy spoiler I cannot cast. wait. I can't. Oh, spoiler cast. Is the return going to be for that one, John? <laughs> Apparently. Are you getting Lost Legacy? He's going to talk about it by himself. Apparently, I have to. <laughs> I'm getting it. You don't have to. Seriously, you guys could do more spoiler casts, in my opinion. Ooh, Ooh. that's so funny. That's so funny, right? Thanks for putting on this football drawing in Game On. Game On. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know what I was gonna say, but did y'all hear me stop saying it? Game one. Game one. <laughs> William, who I can't say his last name, but it's such a football last name. Uh hey guys, love the podcast. Growing up, I love soccer. I play goalie through high school and watch the sport whenever I can. My favorite domestic team is the New York Red Bull. I love to go to the games because of how great the stadium is and how affordable prices are. My favorite all time team is Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund. Okay. They're um, in, uh, yeah, the Bundesliga. Ah, okay. Which you means, just made up a word. No, that's the German <laughs> football league. Uh, Bruh. Uh, it's been <laughs> even more fun the last years being that, uh, being a Dortmund fan because there's a young American, Christian, yes, yes. Uh, Pulsic, Pulsic, who starts for the team now. I definitely it, recommend checking out some of their games this season if you have the time. And of course he would like a copy of FIFA. Of course. Well, Christian Pulisic is doing work over there. And finally we have Devin. Devin Z. He says, Hey guys, I represent my hometown. That's why my favorite soccer team is the Philadelphia Union. Eagles let me down too much. That's why I <laughs> that's a typical Eagles fan right there. That is so classic. It's like, <laughs> tell us your favorite basketball team. That's definitely not the seventy sixers. <laughs> that is so awesome. Oh, Philly fans never change. Uh, thanks for doing an awesome job at podcasting. Definitely helps me get through my work day. Game on. Game on. And thanks for listening. Shout out to Philly. Right? Well, that's going to do it this week. Yeah. Episode 116 in the books. If you like the show, you can find us on iTunes and other podcast services. If you really like it, hit that subscribe button. You'll get new episodes every Wednesday and if you super like it, you should go and see if they have a rating and review system. Give us a rate or review. Usually helps people find the podcast right. more when they're searching randomly on the interwebs. But uh, you can, huh? Yeah. You, you don't, you're like, you no, want to go somewhere. You, I was going to say you can connect died. with us on social media. You know the places, Facebook and Twitter at Weekly Game Chat. That's true. Guys, something pretty amazing is happening today. And today is Monday. The 14th. podcast comes out on Wednesday, but something amazing is happening today. Chris told me about this. I poop twice a day. <laughs> what? And thanks for tuning in. <laughs> There's a Sonic game out. There is. Sonic Mark. Mania. And it's getting really good reviews. Right? Do we get Sonic? Except for Arthur Geese. Arthur Geese had to leave Polygon and bury this game. <laughs> oh, I do have a public service announcement. He gave it a seven. Ugh. Good news. Uh, all right. This is very important. All what? right. The solar eclipse is happening Monday. This is not important. Correct. No, this is important. If you choose to watch the solar eclipse, 
Get yourself protective eyewear because you can go blind. <laughs> that's what they say. Don't be dumb and look at the sun that's covered. Look at it. Don't use your Ray-Bans. It's Don't use code. your Oakleys. Go get you. Everybody, people are giving away. Go to your libraries, your hardware stores, wherever you got to go. Places get you, you get don't Get you some solar glasses. Go if to you, a museum. If Yeah, museum. If you got some from three or four years that are or three like old, don't wear them. Your eyes will burn out of your skull. <laughs> Be smart, people. I'm excited about the solar eclipse. John is not. <laughs> it happens once every. every no, that's the funny thing. Lifetime. It, and I grant you this is because I only I don't pay that much attention. But every year there's always an eclipse. There's that never somewhere. I don't want to shush. You're telling lies. I'm not telling lies. I already prefaced the fact that I don't pay attention. Yeah. Good There's point, always John, an good eclipse point. every year that hasn't happened for a hundred years. Yeah. Every year. Those are different. I and think lunar look. eclipse, solar eclipse. You know what, John? Butthole eclipse. Never. Chris's butt <laughs> eclipse. <laughs> Total eclipse of the is heart. a beautiful sight. I remember my favorite eclipse was um, Conan O'Brien back when he was doing late night. Uh, the he, hair eclipse? No, he had a, he had a, a Abe Vigoda eclipse where like Abe Vigoda came in from the left side of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly started coming across. And you're like, awesome. oh, we're at full Vagoda now. <laughs> That's why I love Ava Vagoda. Rest in peace, Ava Vagoda. Uh, the I think I saw. Guy? Yes, yes. He's also a comedian. <laughs> I, I saw one eclipse before like this. Uh, when I was in Maryland growing up, there was a, a total solar eclipse. Wait, you're from Maryland? Yes. <laughs> That's the Crab only time cakes. I've ever seen one. They made a big deal about it. They wouldn't let us go outside at recess. Because you want to look up at it, and you're a dumb little kid who don't know better. I wasn't dumb. You're mean. <laughs> Until next week, though. Stop staring at the sun and game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game, game on, on, John. A uh, Game on, guys. Uh-uh. You stop. Stop. Uh, okay. Too much. Oh. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. Thug life.